Hi, my name is Rabbi Dr. Yosef Shigalov. This is the fifth podcast in this series for Yaldish Lachar Rebbe. In this podcast, I will be addressing the topic of developing social skills in our children. Some of the questions I'd like to cover are, what are the basic social skills our children need? What are the typical social skill deficits we see? Why do our children, the children of Shluchim, struggle with these issues? And what can we as parents do to help our children improve their social skills? Some of the basic social skills for our children to be successful in school and with their friends are as follows. Being able to start a conversation with someone the same age, taking turns, asking for what you need, saying please and thank you while you ask, recognizing when you have hurt someone's feelings and apologizing or saying sorry, following the rules of the game, playing fair, not being bossy or threatening to leave, knowing how to compliment someone or to praise someone for doing for something they did well, accepting others, listening, staying positive, being a good loser, and allowing others to be the focus of attention. This is by no means the whole list of social skills, but nevertheless, they are some of the most important ones. So why do our children sometimes struggle with social skills? First, it's important for me to say that very often the children of Shluchim who grew up in small communities often have exceptionally good social skills. They are most often well-mannered, tend to make a wonderful impression. They are confident and self-assured. Sometimes, however, our children struggle with social skills. There are several common reasons I can think of which are typical to Shluchim. First of all, our Shlichus communities have unique challenges. In small communities, school children in small classes tend to act like siblings in a family and less like friends. This sometimes breaks down the natural distance and separation, which fosters general respect for one another. Also, many of our children go to school online and only interact with classmates virtually and on the computer. This makes it more difficult to work on social skills, and it's easier to just disconnect in difficult social situations. During recess, for example, your child can just turn off the connection and walk away. They can delete their mistakes and begin over again. And so it doesn't teach them how to stay in a relationship and work things out. Children in Schlichus also tend to see their parents as teachers and leaders, and children tend to mimic their parents, and so they act like leaders too, not like friends. Our children are unintentionally thrust into a teaching mode from a young age. The rabbis or the rebbitzin's child becomes the young mini-rabbi or mini-rebbitzin, and they tend to socialize with others by teaching them. This can skewer the sense of self and inflate their ego. This can lead to kids having a hard time adjusting and being a typical kid like everybody else. In many places, our children just don't have many same-age peers to interact with, and so they simply don't get the opportunity to learn and practice basic friendship skills. The main interactions tend to be with adults, not with same-age friends, and adults tend to treat them much more kindly, tend to give them more time of day, and find it easier to work out difficulties with them. 
and so they learn to get along with adults, but they have a harder time with children their own age. Another important reason why our kids can lack social skills is because we sometimes raise our children to be different. We have higher expectations, rightfully, for our kids. And this leads our kids to distance themselves from others so they don't get too influenced by them. This is definitely an admirable and necessary chinuch step. But at the same time, it can still lead to weakened social skills in some children. So how can we as parents teach our children social skills and help them with these deficits, especially when same-age friends are less available? Well, the first idea is bring back the old way of play. Play board games with your children and between siblings. It is a great way to work on friendship skills. When kids play board games, and when you play board games with your children, children learn to take turns, they learn to wait their turn, they also are not always going to like the outcome of the game, and they have to learn how to deal with that. Board games with parents and siblings can be a place where you can model and teach your kids how to be gracious in winning, and similarly how to be gracious in losing, and learning to just enjoy the game, and how to have, be, have fun being with other people. It's a time for you to joke around together and learn to give compliments and things like that. Another way is for kids to get involved in sports teams if and when that's appropriate. Kids in sports learn to complement each other. They learn how to work as a team. They learn how to work towards a common goal. They learn how to encourage weaker team members, and they learn what it feels like to be encouraged or hurt by other team members. That makes them more sensitive to their own behavior towards others in the future. Another more available option is to play games in the car while driving to shopping, to appointments, or on road trips. The purpose of these games is to learn how to win or lose with grace and to have your children experience that they can sometimes win and sometimes lose, and it will be a game. Play a game with a first place, a second place, and a third place winner, even if there's only three people in the car. The purpose of this game is not to emphasize the winner or the loser, but just to emphasize that not everyone gets to be number one all the time, and that's okay. The experience of sometimes being a winner and sometimes being second place and sometimes being third place is very important for kids' growth. Games you can play are who finds the most cars with a specific color, specific number plate letter, who finds the most animals, sheep, etc., planes. Role play for your children how to give compliments to each other. Things like nice try, good job, nice idea, etc. Kids have fun and kids learn at the same time. And they learn structured play. They learn how to take turns. Children in small communities and especially those in online school should be encouraged to go to overnight camp. This is so important for, these, for our children who live in Ore Hasode. When they are ready, or typically by the age of 9 and 10, depending on their temperament and their own interest, encouraging your child to go to camp is very important. But please remember that forcing your child to go to camp will just defeat the purpose. Camp is usually beneficial because there is an entire social world they have to navigate 24-7. Though I don't recommend forcing your child to go to camp, it's still important to encourage them to go 
to meet and spend time with peers. Before going to camp, do your best to prepare them, take them through scenarios, share some of your own positive memories of camp if you have any. It's important to mention that nothing is really achieved by forcing your children to go to camp. All that achieves is children having their own difficult attitude towards camp. Children learn life skills not by being taught, but by watching and seeing, more than by listening to someone teach them. Last but not least, create guided friendship opportunities. Invite a friend over, if necessary, take them together to a fun activity so they can learn how to interact with each other. Be present if you're worried about negative influences, but try to find opportunities where your child can have a friend under your supervision. In summary, this is just a small list of pointers and ideas. For more specific questions and ideas, you can reach me at 612-998-5669, or you can email me at drshaglow at gmail.com. Good night.